0: Welcome to Watermark Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. I'm your host, Adam Tarnow, joined as always by my co-host, John McGee. John, why don't you let everybody know what we got going on today?
1: Yeah. So we just recorded a church leaders podcast live. That's right. Which you can see at watermarkresources.com slash live. And so we're going to be pushing content that way. We're going to be doing a live show. If you'd rather watch um, either live or delayed, you can find out there uh, at watermarkresources.com. .com. Also, if you're not signed up for the list, you can sign up there and then be notified every time we go live. There we go. So take a listen to this and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Welcome to a special edition of Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Tarno, joined as always by John McGee. Hey, Adam. John,
1: this is like a totally
0: different setup Absolutely. for us. Absolutely. This we, is
1: fun. We are now live uh, which means we can't edit out a lot of the crazy things that you normally say. That's exactly right. That's right. Church That's not going to happen. So they're all going to just see and hear whatever yeah. it
0: is that we say today.
1: Yeah. So uh, before we get going, you want to talk about what we'd normally do uh, during this time yeah. on, on the podcast? Because this yeah. maybe some people going, right. I didn't even know right. we
0: had. Watermark had a church leadership podcast. Right. And so we started this a couple of years ago, really in response to the church leaders conference. This was a way for us to stay in touch with everybody yeah. Yeah. that, uh, that was a part of that, you know, coming to that conference. And uh, one of the things that we've said for years here at Watermark is that everybody's a church leader. All of our members are church leaders. Todd loves to say that on the weekends, that every weekend service is a church leaders conference. And so this little podcast that we started has been helpful, not just to those who come to CLC, but really for our body. And uh, so there's a lot to talk about with church leadership right now with this moment of time that we're in. And so we decided it would be great to talk about some of our response and how we've been handling some of that.
1: Yeah, so today that that is the uh, topic is basically how Watermark's handled uh, kind of the COVID-19 crisis, the things we've been up to, how we've thought about that. And so, you know, obviously without saying we don't have this all figured out. No way. You know, No one has got this all figured out. We just thought it'd be helpful today just to share some of the things that we've done uh, as response, some of the things that uh, we're trying to innovate, some of the opportunities we're trying to take advantage of. Uh, The rest of this week, we've got some other topics uh, coming up, but that's what we want to do uh, today. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we want to be able to interact with some of the audience as well. If people are watching live, there are some ways that they can uh, submit some questions. We can't promise that we'll get to all of them. But uh, if you do want to make your way over to watermarkresources.org slash live there'll be a way there that you can uh, see some of the resources that we're going to be talking about and a way to submit some questions. You can also go over to Watermark Resources' Facebook page or the YouTube channel and uh, just Submit questions via the comments there, yeah. and uh, and we'll try to answer some of those. So uh, before we hit record today or went live, you were talking about just your initial response about a week ago when all this started to go down. Yeah, your initial response to the church and how proud you were yeah. of the church watching the way they responded. So why don't I you talk was. about that? Boy,
1: I mean, I just watched these leaders all across the country. Many of them who are connected to us, they've uh, been to our conferences or they're just friends of ours that we've interacted with, and boy, they didn't blink. No, they did not blink, and they were ready. And and their spines were stiffened, and they figured out really quickly how to communicate, how to shepherd, how to lead uh, virtually. Yeah. and They did it, and um, boy, there—I uh, was—I was just really, really proud, right? Yeah, just you—you you wear. I feel like you know, I wear the jersey with these guys, yeah. And I felt my team was uh, in lots of different zip codes and really all over the world. Uh, was leading really, really well, and uh, and I was—I was just proud. Um, and I think the other thing that's been really encouraging to me is to think back uh, at church history and. And um, so, uh, little known fact: Did you know I was a minor in uh, in history? No. In college? Yes. I mean, Almost. like, so what is that? Like four classes, five classes, <laughs> if that, right? right. Yeah, as a transfer, what do we do with all these comp- uh, all these extra classes? Let's you're now a minor. Great. You got a minor in history. Uh, That's awesome. So yeah, the, the thought was maybe to be a uh, coach. And, uh, and so history, history teacher would be a, a good, uh, uh, you know, a good one, two punch there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think, uh, CS Lewis's, um, you know, uh, article has made, made the rounds. We'll link to that, uh, in the notes. And then, um, one, one that I was really encouraged by was Martin Luther's, um, I, uh, you know, what uh, I wrote the the title down there. Whether one may flee from a deadly plague? Have you, right. Did you read that at I all? I haven't. No, but I heard it talked about. And uh, you know, it put into perspective. Hey, this is not uh, the first time the church has seen this. That's right. And so the church has seen the Black Plague, uh, the Spanish Influenza. Um, you know, and it it was an existential threat to humanity. People died. Uh, terrible things happened. And yet um, the world went on and the church thrived and, yeah. uh, and God used leaders during those times. And he's going to use leaders uh, today. And so I was really encouraged. If, if you want kind of an, uh, an outline of, of Luther's uh, article, it's, it's eight pages. And I would I'd recommend you seeing it. We, we differ a little bit theologically and there are some things going on, you know, that uh, scientifically that he wasn't aware of. But I thought it was a really good read. Uh, it, it, the outline would go like this. Number one, God is in control. Mm-hmm. He is big and he is sovereign and he is in control. Yeah. Number two, you have a responsibility, whether you're a pastor or just a believer, you have a responsibility to your congregation, to your city, uh, to your neighbors. Uh, And number three, be wise, like be wise. And he gave like really tactical advice. Uh, One one of the things I just thought was really interesting, he said, hey, if you are in a city uh, as a pastor, you have a responsibility to stay unless there are multiple of you, then it'd probably be wise for a couple of you to vacate, you know, so that we have, we always have somebody alive to, uh, to care for the city. And so it's just, it's mix of pastoral wisdom, theology, you know, science, he talked about just kind of fumigating and things like that. Um, and yet, you know, we know that the church survived, uh, that plague yeah. has moved on and, uh, and generally, generally, uh, those are the church's kind of finest moments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's part of our, part of our family's history. You know, right. this is part of our heritage is to respond in moments like this and yeah. so uh it you know we're a week or two into this and so far the early returns are this has been very encouraging to watch the church not just here yeah. where we are in Dallas but the church all around the country that we're connected right. to and around the world respond to this in really positive ways so, so
1: before we jump in let's just yeah. talk about just as a leader like we, we had a conversation beforehand just how God's going to use this in our own yeah. Uh, leadership
0: yeah. yeah and I think the younger you are uh, as a leader right now then all of this is going to be brand new especially if you don't even or if you were not leading during 9 11 that yeah. would be the last kind of right. big national professional Uh, catastrophe that everybody seemed to be on edge during that time, then this is brand new. And this maybe is going to feel emotionally very different than, uh, and you may be responding different than maybe some other leaders that are a little bit older right now that have been through life and have experienced some of life's ups and downs right now. So, uh, you know, the analogy we like to use a little bit with some of this is it's just like you're back in high school in the weight room and somebody just put two more plates on the, on the bench press bar. Coaches
1: yelling at you. Yeah. They're
0: screaming at you. Coaches with, uh, history minors like you are yelling, <laughs> at them and um, and it hurts right and it's hard in the and you're beginning. You're not sure you're going to make it, yeah, but you do. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm already looking forward to you know when this is going to end because yeah. this is going to pass at some point. That um, I'm looking forward to how how strong the church leadership is going to be having gone through this right. um, it's it's going to be great
1: that's right that's right it really really, really good perspective yeah there w- you will be uh, more ready for the next time this happens yep. and there will be there will be a next time yeah and uh, those you know I, my great grandfather is not alive but if he were you know he had uh, his parents had been through the spanish influenza and he'd fought in world war 2 he wouldn't be panicked um, the way you know a 20 year old would cuz he's just seen more and yeah. so all of us are on a leadership journey and um, this is where we are wherever we are in this moment and we're going to be more ready uh, next time which yeah. is and, and we need to take this this moment in time very very seriously very, serious. very yep. seriously yeah
0: okay well let's do this let's uh for today's episode we have are just going to talk a little bit about our response and what we're doing here at Watermark uh, we're going to make any resource that we're talking about we're going to make available right. at right. uh, watermarkresources.com/clp live they'll be show notes there that, that lists all of this stuff. But uh, as we talk about our response, we've just got three broad, broad buckets that we're going to talk about. Increased communication, personal connection, Enforced innovation. Right. So let's just go through each of those and talk about what we're doing and how uh, how we're responding, uh, and then we'll wrap up for today. So let's start with increased communications. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that was one of the very first things that we started to do was uh, let's talk more right. with not just our staff but also with the body. So why don't yeah. you unpack that.
1: Uh, so yeah, let's start with the staff yeah. uh, first. So you know, each of us lead lead teams, and so uh, just as a as a staff, first at the micro level, you know, with our with our teams, our first rhythm uh, pretty quickly became. Um, you know, at least on my team, uh, directors, we would um, all meet, we're using Microsoft Teams Uh, right now. There's a lot of other uh, technology, but we meet uh, every morning kind of at uh, 845 and we are just trying to you know, get on the same page. So generally things have have changed overnight. And uh, so we get on the same page and then at nine o'clock, um, we are kind of as a team getting ready for, uh, what's, uh, what's next for the right. day. And, uh, and, and I think as leaders, um, we may talk about this later, um, some more, but it's really important, I think, for you to care for your teams, not just your congregation or That's your right. company, uh, you know, your employee or your, um, uh, customers or things like that. Um, and so I, I really do see that at, at nine o'clock as much as anything, it's a time just to care for our team. And so yeah. I'm not worried candidly about, Today uh, with my team and the communication, I, but what I want to make sure is that if this this goes on two, three, uh, four weeks four months, um, that we make sure that we, we are still very, very connected so that if someone is not doing well, like we know about we it. Know about and it. so yep. I'm kind of even thinking just kind of, you know, uh, in the future, um, about hopefully uh, that time, the way it'll pay dividends. And so then we just pray, uh, you know, someone will share kind of a quick devotional thought and then we go in and get about it. So that's what we do kind of at the micro, uh, level, our campus pastor, uh, Blake, every uh, we'll send out a, a really good email with, Absolutely. Uh, kind of some, some solid theological thoughts uh, some updates there, kind of a call to action. Uh, and then we've done virtual, um, kind of, you know, all team yeah. uh, meetings, all staff meetings, uh, on Tuesdays. And we've done some others, uh, kind of impromptu as well.
0: And I think this response to this crisis and increasing our communication, this was not part of our playbook. We had no playbook that said when a virus comes and right. you have to shut down, here's what you do. Start right. talking more. Really, this was driven uh, by the fact that, I mean, this is one of the craziest weeks. I think about a week ago in the meetings that you and I were in just seven days ago in yeah. the information we had seven days ago and here we are now seven days later, how much has changed every single day? Right. So we would come up with a plan and then overnight uh, something would change and then we'd yeah. have to get back on the phone or back into a Teams call or something like that. So a lot of it was just driven by the fluid nature yeah. of how everything was changing. But then we found that we really liked that personal connection which we will talk yeah. a, a little bit more here about in a second. But yeah. um,
1: you want to talk about just kind of the church. and so yeah, really and so then, at
0: the church level, as well, because of everything changing so quickly, we have a a weekly email that we usually send out to anybody who's subscribed called the Current. And that's just our one of our ways to keep in touch with the body on a day in and day out basis when things are quote, uh, normal. Well, we just realized again with, with how fluid the situation was, we needed to increase that communication. And so that started about a week ago, we started sending that out daily. So now it's called the daily current. We also changed the, really the tone and the look and feel of that a little bit as well. Uh, knowing that a lot of people were at home with the restrictions on gathering and a lot of people working from home. We were just looking for new ways to add value to our members' lives uh, because we knew that this was a new season for them as well. So, uh, So those two things happened. So it was the staff started communicating more. We started communicating to the body more via email. And then almost immediately, Todd started communicating with the body Uh, and really anybody who wanted to tune in, every day at noon. And so that almost started right away. I think that started about a week ago, a Monday. If not, it maybe was the Tuesday of that week where it started very, very simple with Instagram Live and somebody just holding it and, and just him addressing the body, talking about what's yeah. going on, letting him, uh, sharing some devotional thoughts and things like that. So yeah. I, I would say right now, the average member of watermark is getting more communication now way than more, they ever have more. from us,
1: uh, in multiple different ways. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to talk about some of the things that are on, uh, that have been in the current, uh, just kind of as a, as a for instance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So again, we know a lot of families are at home, uh, with kids cause all the kids, some of them were on spring break last week and a lot of them or really, none of them are going back to school right, anymore. Right, so, right. Uh, Uh, We have come up with little daily challenges, little social media daily challenges, again, just to try to bring about some connection and add some value to people's lives. So everything from uh, make a dessert with everything that you have in your pantry to uh, do your best trick shot that you can do somewhere in your house and use this hashtag. And everybody's out there, you know, just posting these and looking at each other's. And it's just something to do yeah. to provide yeah. a little bit of levity, but also to bring about that sense of connection. We're not doing it to fill up Instagram. We're doing it to make sure that people yeah. feel like, hey, my friends are still out there. I'm connected to this body. We've got something going on. So we've got things like that. We've got uh, other ways to help people just kind of fill up the day. So on Monday of last week, we said, here's a sample daily schedule for those of you that have kids at home. Right. Uh, so you're not just from the moment <laughs> they wake up, because it probably they're all waking up earlier right now, right. you know, it's right. And the moment they wake up until they go to bed, entertain me. Yeah. So they I'll just looking me. around yeah. going, I'm bored. What are you going to do yeah. for me? Yeah. Uh, just a way to set some schedule, which they're used to if they're school age, they're used to a schedule and generally they'll do a little better with structure. So we just tried to add some value there yeah. going, here's a sample daily structure uh, for things like that. We went back to the archives with some of our best of uh, mm-hmm. content last week. And just reshared that information yeah. with everybody. We shared some uh, binge worthy content that we felt like from Right Now Media or a couple of things that maybe were on Netflix or. Yeah. Um, I think the Chosen got uh, probably more publicity from us last week than any other way, and it's we've been a big up. fan. Yeah, have of you finished the it? Chosen? Have you Not, finished yet? Not yet.
1: Not yet. Yeah, it's good. You have to. I think you have to stick through the first couple episodes. but right. uh, It's solid. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we appreciate it.
0: Those are just some things that we've been That's trying good. to do. So, so
1: you know, if, if you go to, uh, if you're curious about what that looks like, um, you know, as a leader, you can go to watermark.org and sign up for the current. Yeah. And you can kind of see that, and you can be um, kind of folded into what we're doing there. And so, you know, and you can share that with friends. But also, Absolutely. if you see something on there that you go like, I would love to just kind of right click, uh, paste uh, into something that I'm doing at my church, feel free, feel free to do that. And That's you can right. put that on your own emails or your own uh, Instagram, but you can find out about that at watermark.org. Uh, and I'd encourage you just to sign up just so you can see uh, how we're doing it and watch. You know, I would encourage you to find out what other churches are doing yeah. as well to find some, uh, some really good swipe files there. Yep. Yeah,
0: there we go. All right. So the very first thing we did, uh, how we've been responding to this was just, we increased our communication internally and with the body. Let's yeah. move on to the second one. Yep. Second one was this, is we're also trying to increase a uh, personal connection. And yeah. obviously this is not physical, uh, a personal connection where we're all getting in rooms together and things like that. This is, uh, we're trying to innovate and we're being a lot more virtual yeah. with this. But nonetheless, and I love how Todd started this pretty early talking about, hey, we might have to, uh, there's a difference between social distancing and isolation. And we're really are going to have to continue to fight against isolation. It would be so easy to isolate right now. You just hole up in your, uh, in your apartment or in your home yeah. and you don't have to answer emails, you don't have to go outside, that could be a real detriment during this season. And we don't ever want uh, our body or our staff to feel like they're isolated. So we've been really trying to increase the personal connection, not just with the staff, but also with the body. So why don't you talk about uh, yeah. the phone calls we're making? Well, it's
1: just been a ton of fun. Um, and so basically what we're doing is we are calling every single person uh, who is a member uh, at Watermark. And that's a it's a pretty big number, yeah. uh, candidly. And, uh, and so we just said, uh, I think we started that, was it Thursday? Is that when it was, right, uh, yeah. so Thursday, and just make sure that by Wednesday, everybody who was a member, um, had gotten a personal phone call from one of the staff. And um, so the purpose of that is a, you know, make sure that they're good and safe and okay. And they have what they need. Their, uh, their needs are being met. Uh, And then also that their community groups are, you know, functioning and they're, uh, they are connected to each other because that's the way we think about uh, our church is basically a bunch of smaller churches. And we wanted to make, we were calling to make sure their church uh, was in order and was doing uh, well. And uh, man, I, I have been really, really encouraged by our people. Yeah. Um, so I've called and, you know, there's, there's some um, that candidly, you know, I, uh, one of my calls was to a guy that uh, has a travel uh, company. And uh, he's like, I don't think we're going to make it. And, uh, just, you know, we laid off our employees, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm praying. I, I know I want to love and lead my employees well through this time. You know, will you pray for me and with me? And we did. And, uh, as well as others who are just doing great things in their neighborhood with their, uh, their coworkers remotely, and they really are stepping up and shepherding and pastoring uh, their people. But at least the communication lines are now open. If something were to change with any of them, um, they know one more person that they can call. That's right. And, um, and it's just, it's been a a deep joy, uh, to connect with our, with our, our body.
0: Yeah. And so again, just trying to Uh, as we're sitting there thinking about ways we can love the body during this time, that is what we're thinking about is connection, connection, connection. So I've already alluded to a few of the other ways that we've been doing that with social media challenges and trying to be more active on social media, not just even on our own posts, but trying to be active on our members posts and just going out there and commenting on things, liking things, uh, retweeting or sharing things. It it may seem trivial, but just just giving that little bit of attention communicates love. And so those are things that we're trying to do to maintain some of that personal connection with the body during this time as well. Well, so that we're yeah. really trying to to to. Um make sure that people are not isolating. So right. that's right. So that right. personal connection uh, yeah. has been great. So, okay, so we've been increasing our communication, uh, trying to up the personal connection. And then let's talk about this last one, and then we'll be able to wrap up today's episode. But let's talk about how this is, uh, not just for us, but for everybody, every organization uh, and it's definitely all churches has been forcing innovation. Yeah. And so yeah. that has been, again, early returns. It has been amazing to watch the staff respond to these constraints. As we've talked about before, creativity comes out of constraints Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. when you're said no, you can't go over there. You'll think of a creative way to handle that constraint. Always, and this season has been no different. And I'm just amazed at what <laughs> we've been able to turn around <laughs> yeah. in a week and innovate. Yeah. Uh, one of them is this: right. you know that we're we're sitting here with cameras on us and uh, and we basically started what we're calling Watermark TV, like a television station almost because right. we have the people that are here that can do it. We've got the resources that are here. So why would we not try to put some content out there on a regular basis? So uh, there has been a lot of forced innovation yeah. during this time.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, if you're wondering that the rest of our staff, we are all working remotely and uh, we had, we do have a, kind of a skeleton crew here for production um, yeah. that, that's here, but everyone else is, is remote. But yes, it was, you know, the, the jokes were, uh, boy, is our staff going to stay home in their PJs, you know, and not work hard, and I remember you know four or five days in, we're like, <laughs> I don't know what we thought was going to happen, but I uh, mean, we uh, it w- not, our worst fears were not um, realized that they wouldn't work. Um, it's it's actually a different problem. They're innovating too much. Yeah. There's too much activity. It didn't even too Blake, many. Blake had to put
0: that out in one <laughs> yeah. of the That's emails? Exactly right. He had to we're say, hey, uh, <laughs> like your ideas in isolation are not always great," right. <laughs> which now, was I'm, just that entrepreneurial uh, culture that we've got here of everybody wanting to go and do something. We had to rein it in just a little bit. Going, hey, when you have these great ideas. Let's just run them by some other people before you go uh, and make a bunch of work for yourself right now. So it was really, it was, again, we didn't expect to have that problem. It's right. a great problem to
1: have. Yeah. But it has just been forcing so it, much innovation. It was slow down. Like yes. you guys have activated way too much. It was really, really fun to watch our staff do And so now we, we do try to, before we... Fire up any new initiative. We try to over communicate just to yes. make sure that we've got the resources and we're not just kind of clogging all of our communication channels. Um, but yeah, that's been that's uh, been really fun. You want to talk about just kind of how we thought about uh, Sunday morning? And yeah, things like so that? the
0: Sunday morning experience, like every church, is we've just had to rethink that, and so uh, we're doing some some things in our auditorium where we would normally have our church services, where we kind of flip that room around, and it's Todd uh, talking directly to camera. We even had John Abel come and uh, play a few songs this week. So that's one way that we're trying to provide. some some communication for the quote unquote normal church service. Right. But then I was really encouraged by what the kids ministry did on thinking about how they could equip parents yes. and coming yes. up with what they call these kid ministry kits. Yep. And so we had some people jump in in front of uh, in front of an iPad and a little iPad studio that we have here. They recorded 10 minute, uh, maybe even less than that 10 minute little um, lessons for the kids based on the various age groups, had some PDFs, created a blog, that just set all the parents up for success, going, all right, yeah. it's Sunday. Uh, you may be watching, quote, Big Church, and so here's some things that your kids can do during this time. So, uh, so, and we post that, Not, uh, I think that gets posted on Saturday, Saturday night morning. or Saturday, Saturday morning, morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in case yeah. the parents wanna yeah. jump in and do yeah. that uh, earlier. So, um, so yeah, what we're doing with Watermark TV, what we're doing with the kids ministry kids. Kid, I know Student kid, Ministries is also trying to use Instagram Live a lot, and they're going live yeah. a couple of times a week or every day at a certain time, just again, to try to create a
1: sense of connection. That's right. Yeah. And they're redeeming that time much more than just... They always eat an apple. What time do they eat an apple every day normally? Oh, uh, it's... uh What was Jermaine's? It's the 3 p.m. apple, yeah. right? <laughs> so they're adding more value. Adding more value. To adding our, more value. Our, our, eat uh, your apple and our students live listen now. to Jermaine now just, on Instagram. Uh, apple eating. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, the kids kit. I want yeah. to come back to that. So if you go... That will be linked um, in our uh, show notes here. So if you go to... Uh, um. Uh, what What is the URL there? Um, WatermarkResources dot com backslash CLPLive. CLPLive, yep. You and sign up there. And we'll We'll shoot to the links. But um, if your church doesn't have anything for kids, um, you can uh, you could point them to that uh, if you wanted to. So for your kids' ministry um, in the morning, and so the idea is that you know mom and dad um, can kind of have a have a traditional kind of kids' ministry time. There's a video to kind of set you up uh, as a parent uh, about how to use those resources, and then they're broken down in several different. Different kind of age ranges there, and you can just grab that. So, if your church, you know, we, we're uniquely resourced, um, and so if we can help you during that, just just feel free just to point your people there, or or take that link every Saturday morning and just send it to your uh, to your body. That that would be uh, totally appropriate, and I think a good a good stewardship of yeah. what we have uh, here. If that's helpful, yeah, uh, to you. So yeah.
0: Then the other ways we're having to innovate, um, you know, with just some of the resources with our church leaders conference it was going to be coming up next month, we went ahead and and we had to uh, cancel that and. And we're trying to think through some new and innovative ways that we can provide some value uh, during that time with some uh, recorded content or some other live kind of online content. So we're rethinking that. And then, uh, all the groups, I mean, we are a church made up of small groups as we talk about. And so, uh, community groups are the, are the, the backbone of this ministry that's here. And especially now where you and I are right now in Dallas County, where we have a shelter in place order that starts tonight, uh, all of our community groups now are not going to be able to meet. And so the innovation that's happening there using the technology that's available. So, uh, zoom is probably, um, uh, that's probably got to be a really good company to work for right now. They're getting some serious publicity that's right. that's exactly and right. some usage right now. So trying to provide a uh, little sample YouTube videos on how to, how to use zoom, just trying to equip our people to make sure that they're still getting together. That's been one of the encouraging things as I've called some of the members is how many of them figured that out before we even told right. them to right. use zoom. Right. They all went out there and just said, yeah, we're still getting together and here's how we did it. We all jumped on a call at 7 PM and we were able to touch base with one another. So, uh, and then our other groups are going to have to be thinking about like with um, um, with uh, regeneration and reengage, our recovery ministry and our marriage ministry—they're all trying to figure out how to continue to meet together, not to just take a uh, a season off, right. but how can we continue to meet together and let the body of Christ do what it's designed to do best, which is love one another. Yeah. And so those so are some other ways they're
1: innovating. Yeah. There's some questions coming in about how we're handling some of those kind of things, like um, uh, you know, marriage, like like the reengage or regen and those kind of things. So yeah. like on the on the reengage, which is one of our uh, marriage ministry offerings that has small groups compo- uh, small group component to it, those small group leaders are still uh, meeting virtually with their uh, with their groups, and then what's happening is the staff is scheduling times with each of the small group leaders, so they kind of can sign up. I think they're using like a Sign Up Genius or um, uh, something like that, and um, and people can go in there and schedule time. Uh, in this in this instance, Ryan and Susan, and so Ryan and yeah. Susan are, are trying to shepherd and pastor those uh, small group leaders as as those small group leaders, uh, you know, kind of continue to stay connected and shepherd um, uh, their, their groups. So that's how we're handling that. The staff. Is you know, and and community shepherds are staying connected with those small group leaders in our church uh, across our whole ministry. And um, and then our, our small group leaders at the you know the very, very basic level are trying to pastor and shepherd yeah. uh, each other there. So yeah. Now
0: there's a whole other category of ways where we're being forced to innovate and we're gonna try to just save some of this one to do a whole nother episode yeah, on and bring Jeff Ward on because yeah. we imagine, I mean, it's by the grace of God, it's not here yet, but if if uh, if things continue on in the way that uh, many think they're gonna continue on, we know there's gonna need to be a crisis response and the community and the way right. that we love the city. Right. And so Jeff and his external focus team has already been preparing a great and getting a, great just job. getting us set up, not only for to help our ministry partners that are out there serving the underprivileged in our community, but what are what else can we do mm-hmm. uh, for yeah. all of that, whether it be using one of our clinics as a place to get some testing done uh, to all kinds of different things. So we will in the next couple of days get Jeff on an, on an episode and just give him the whole episode to talk yeah. about how he's thinking about ways that we can love uh, outside side of our church walls here. And that'll be another area. So anyway, so that's the increased communication, the personal connection, the forced innovation. Those are some of the things that we've been doing, uh, over the last seven, eight, nine, ten 10 days, yeah. just, to, in response to all of this. And, um, we got some questions coming yeah, in. You want to yeah. go through
1: a few of these? Sure. Let's do that. And then also, um, uh, on the resources side, we had to cancel our church leaders conference, yes. uh, which is a real bummer. I mean, we always look forward to our, as, as an entire staff welcoming, greeting, serving, uh, connecting with other church leaders from around the country. So that that won't happen uh, physically, yep. and so we are thinking about some virtual uh, options there. That's and right. we want to we serve uh, serve the people that um, listen to this podcast or that would have come. Uh, and I think I think we can uh, do some things maybe better. And uh, so that that be one of the challenges. Uh, I would issue to church leaders. Don't just think in terms of opportunity loss, um, but think in terms of uh, potential opportunity gain. Yeah. You know, what are some things that uh, because your hand is forced, like you talked about earlier, uh, there's an artificial constraint now. Um, what, what what opportunities does that present? What can we take advantage? Of? What what could we leverage because of this moment? And people will have uh, a lot more time if you're leading a business, you know, and you've always wanted to push through training or things like that. This is probably a great time. A great time to, to do, do that. that. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't stop the sales calls uh, in order to get, get everybody back in there and do yeah. some training. Well, you could do that and you could pre-record those and you could show love, care and concern and and shepherd uh, your company. And you could do the same thing uh, for your staff. You could do the same thing for, um, you know, uh, for your, for your body. And uh, this, this is uh, an opportunity. So yeah. I
0: had a visual with that uh, in my neighborhood this past week and uh, where I live on Mondays, you can put out your, put out all your bulk trash yeah. and the city will come by and pick it up. And uh, somebody had the observation of, have you noticed how much bulk trash there is out after people, a week at home. Cleaning. Right, a cleaning, week at yeah. home gave everybody a chance to go through the closets right. and get some things organized. And so, as organizations, we can do the exact same thing to just sit there and go. There's some things that need to be organized around here. Some some ways that we can get ahead. Yep. Uh, let's
1: take advantage of that time and, and innovate. Before we go to before we go to um, questions, um, let, me, let me just say this. I, I'm sure um, pastors, leaders of churches, and I'm sure business leaders are they're already on this. But just let me just say this out loud. Um, Finding financially, like you need to understand uh, where you are and you need to understand some contingency plans. That's not fun. That's not a fun, uh, you know, virtual call with the elders or the deacons or whatever your church polity is and say, Hey guys, let's play some different scenarios through what happens if, but you want to be having those conversations right now, not eight weeks from now, um, and be caught off guard. Like you want to go in here, non emotionally into, uh, those kind of things. And so I would just encourage you to, to take a peek, uh, at your finances, have, have people who, uh, Brett Billman, uh, for us, like almost immediately he ran, you know, he, there was an email that dropped, um, to kind of, the, you know, the campus pastors and, yeah. and um, uh, and elders. And this is where we are. This is our projections, you know, here's, here's some thoughts. And he's been constantly, uh, communicating and, um, and so, and, you know, and by God's grace, I mean, God has been, uh, gracious and kind but um as a leader you have you have to have yeah, those coverage. are conversations just, you just, can't just, avoid just like a family Yep. right if things change if your uh your salary got cut uh those kind of you, you have to have some some plans uh, yep. for that and you can't just make it up or pretend like that problem will go away so i just i couldn't encourage it it's not a fun conversation but i couldn't encourage you as a leader uh anymore to kind of make sure that you're on top of that during this moment that's so, right all right questions. let's ask yeah. some
0: questions um <clears throat> i you know these are probably coming in. Uh, maybe more than I mean, our moms are probably watching, right? And so we <laughs> your, at least have some comments, conver- some questions coming in from Adam them. Little Adam is on, is on so, the air. So uh, anyway, here we go. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll throw this one out. This is one of the first ones that came in. How are you ensuring communication and unity among your staff in this time? Um, of physical separation, so what are we doing to make sure that we're communicating well and united as a staff during this time?
1: Yeah, and I think uh, so. If you just joined, um, basically, you know, most most days each team connects uh, in the morning. My team we we meet at nine every morning. Personal connection, time of prayer, kind of devotion, and then getting on the same page. Uh, we'll do a pre meeting with directors before that, and then our staff uh, we're meeting. Um, you know, probably what would you say, virtually two three times a week? Yeah, probably. And yeah. then uh, and then every day the camp's pastor uh, sends out kind of a, an email. So that's, that's how, uh, that is happening. but we're putting a premium on, I've, I've told my team, um, maybe, maybe this would be something to add is that rather than just an email or a call, when possible, use uh, use kind of the face, so that um, use the face, uh, use uh, something <laughs> where you can see their face. That's uh, is right. what I mean. Uh, just so that we're not, you know, these digital nomads That's who are right. slinging emails uh, with these nameless, faceless people. I want to, I want our teams to stay connected uh, there. So that would be one. So I like that. Uh, Adam. Lots of stuff, just kind of on uh, programming and production and things like that. Uh, what have we learned in terms of kind of best practices of, of putting some of this stuff, online, worship services, all those kind of things.
0: Yeah. And I, another question was thoughts about like pre-recording messages. Yeah. And so yeah, we're not those. opposed to pre-recording messages. I think The Porch like recorded a few hours beforehand uh, last week. And we have shied away from a lot of pre-recorded messages right now simply because of how quickly things are changing. Yeah. And so we have we don't want to say something that three hours later is now irrelevant because right. something right, changed. Right, 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 so we've been trying to do a lot of stuff live has been the way we, we've been thinking about that. Uh, as things start to normalize and it is just shelter in place for a few weeks or, or a couple of months, then I'm sure we maybe could do some more pre recorded content. I don't think we would be opposed to that. I do know the kids ministry pre recorded all theirs. Right. That was right. stuff that really they probably weren't talking too not, much not about current events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all of that, so um, so we've been uh, we've been seeing all of that, um, just making sure. So like some other best practices to make sure that they're successful. Here's things that we're we're trying. We're in the middle of the experiment. Okay, so. Yeah um, we don't know. I think we watched some live content last week and we started to develop, we started to watch our own attention spans with it. And my guess is um, one person talking into a camera for a long period of time is going to be really difficult to keep people engaged. And so uh, even something like this, where there's a little bit of back and forth or two people, and it's just kind of like everybody's eavesdropping in on a conversation that I think is going to be a little bit better than just one person talking to a camera for a long period of time. I think all the stats that we've been reading for years about attention spans, like now we really need to take that into
1: account. And so, um, yeah, it's just very, very different sitting on your couch, uh, right. Either with your laptop or on the screen, as opposed to being surrounded with kind of this, there's this kinetic energy in the room and there's something about, I think that um, about that setup that prolongs attention spans yes. that you're not privy to um, now. Yes. And uh, you, need, you need to be thinking about that. Yeah. yeah,
0: And listen, we're gonna have real data now. I mean, all the analytics that are out there, we can, we, you can see when people are tuning out That's if right. they're watching online. And so um, I was joking around if my mom is watching uh, the little story about her. She used to think that uh, when she changed the radio station that that somehow made it back <laughs> to the actual <laughs> radio station. And then uh, if the DJs in the morning were talking about something that she thought was crass if she turned it. I'll would, show them. That would show up in their weekly report of like, oh my gosh, Mrs. Carno Turn. turned off when we were talking about, uh, <laughs> that, whatever that joke was. Uh, well now that we kind of live in the future that now and you can know that. So you'll yeah. be able to see when people are tuning out. That's and right. so, uh, make sure that you, you, you've got access to good analytics yeah. to and know. And the
1: hypothesis is it's not the, unlike your mom, it's not the content. It's the length is you, is that, Ap- that that's the hypothesis yes. we're operating.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's right. what we've got. So, yeah. uh, less is more, less is more. Trying. To think in seven, eight-minute loops right. is probably going to be good to help uh, to help attention spans uh, stay uh, stay connected during yeah. this time. So okay. we got quite a few questions about shelter in place. So here's one of our listeners right now. I'm in Chicago. We've been ordered to shelter in place. How has Watermark thought about what to do in a shelter in place scenario? So, yeah. um, want well, yeah, talk about that? Some of
1: that just hit. Like we're not we're not there yet. So uh, in 24 or 48 hours, we'll have better uh, answers. But You know, um, hopefully your church is set up to care for shepherd each other, um, regardless of whether you can meet physically uh, or not. Yeah. And so, um, and if not, I would just, I would look for, that'd be my first step is how can we, you know, create. we're not a small groups church. If it was me and I was a leader and I was, an, I was a new pastor at this church, we didn't have small groups. I would be figuring out right now a way, uh, to kind of connect people in smaller groups and so that they can care for each other so that I wasn't, you know, Moses in uh, Exodus 18 wearing myself and the people out where everybody had to run yeah. uh, through me, which, you know, kind of sometimes in smaller congregations, a pastor will have a personal connection with everybody. This is probably not the time. Um, you can do that when one person is sick or one person is dying. But if you have two, 300 people and they're all experiencing some level of pain, you probably can't handle that right now. So I would be thinking about kind of organizing in smaller groups. And then, you know, this is a great time uh, to train up, um, those groups. And so some of them have, uh, some of your small groups at this moment have probably have been some great supper clubs, you know, mm-hmm. or some fill in the blank Bible study and uh, this is a time uh, to kind of level up and uh, this I would use my leadership energies to really help uh, pastor and Shepherd those leaders and raise the bar and the expectation of what they're uh, what they're doing here so yeah I,
0: I like that I like that I um, You know, some of the other shelter in place things that we thought about, uh, and every local government is going to be different. So you need to read the orders in your city and in your county. But we do know that here in Dallas County, there are some exceptions for religious uh, worship services. And so we have every intention of adhering to those, which puts some limits on the number of people in the room. And then when we are in the room, trying to maintain some distance as well, which, again, that all kicks up for us tonight Mm -hmm. and, you know, basically at midnight. So, um, okay, why don't we just do one more here real quick? How is this asked? Um, or have we changed the way we're asking our volunteers to engage in the mission at all right now? And I think that the quick answer to that is yes. I mean, we've canceled a lot of stuff and so, um, but again, when we point to external focus, I think there will be an opportunity for more volunteers to jump in uh, and help out. So we're kind of... uh, that, that's, that's TBD, I think, for us is the honest answer there is we're trying yeah. to think through what, what can we do to mobilize the body
1: given all the constraints that we have. Right. Yeah, if you're in any, any type of like pastoring, shepherding, leading role, you're probably, your ask went way up as a volunteer. That's right. If you were, you know, not to make light of this, but if you if you work the parking lot, well, obviously we don't have a job uh, for you right, right. now, um, but we are mobilizing folks externally, and it would be good to get Jeff on here to talk uh, about some of that. That's so, right. Yeah. You want to talk about tomorrow, kind of our thought? Yeah, yeah, so
0: I think what we want to do tomorrow is we want to talk about how do you lead yourself right. during during this time, right. and so uh, all this effort that we've been doing to try to lead the body and uh, be a voice of hope in our city and in our communities. Uh, we're not going to be very effective if we're not leading ourselves well. So this this uh, season of anxiety and tension and fear, right. I think everybody's felt some aspect of all of those leaders uh, and non-leaders. And so we're going to talk about that tomorrow. So yeah. uh, two o'clock tomorrow, tune in for that. Yeah, if you and, have uh, any
1: questions, you can fire those in at the yeah. same places or uh, clp at watermark.org. That's right. You could also email uh, any questions or any things you want us to talk about um, tomorrow. That's right.
0: Well, if you're looking for the show notes for today and any resources that we have talked about, you can go to Watermark. Sources.com slash CLP live. If you have any questions or comments or any other ways that we can serve you uh, as you serve your church, the best way to contact us is via email. That's CLP at watermark.org. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.